Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? It's your girl Breezy, and we back at you with another episode. It's your girl Jazzy J. What's happening? And this is Blase Blase. Y'all already know what time it is. So, um, this episode, we're going to come to y'all with some fun shit, some real shit as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jazzy, what you been on? Man, I ain't been on nothing, just modulating. (laughs) 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 Working, just working, trying to stay out the way as usual, trying to uh, enjoy my summer, enjoy the kids' summer and everything as well. What's been going on in the A? Is it popping? The A is always popping, I tell you what. Hey, man, (laughs) the A is always popping. I will say this, I'm kind of mad at ourselves i'm mad at you i'm mad at me because we didn't even shout out my own birthday last weekend bitch i know happy motherfucking birthday happy 25th yeah i just uh celebrated my 20th birthday and i don't know it may be funny to y'all like i went out to this ice bar i went out to a couple a couple places my whole birthday week weekend and everything you know um but my funnest moment was going to fucking White Waters with my family. Mm-hmm. And White Waters is Six Flags Water Park. Like, it's a whole totally separate, different entity from Six Flags itself. It's a very huge-ass water park. And that was my first time. Like, I've been to Six Flags, of course, road roller coasters and done all that shit before. But I didn't know they had separate water parks. Yeah, I know St. Louis has the Hurricane Harbor. I haven't been yet, but I've been to Six Flags as well. But I thought Hurricane Harbor was inside Six Flags, though. I've no, been it's a there. separate water park from Six Flags. They got Six Flags itself, the amusement park, and then they got Hurricane Harbor as well. Yeah, that like that. And see, the 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 Six Flags here, the amusement park, has Hurricane Harbor inside it, and then there's a whole separate water park called White Waters. That's and cool. we went there. And I just want to tell a story real quick. I was so determined to get on that that diver bomber. It's this ride. You go all the way to the top. You climb up. I think it was, I think it was like 140 feet, like 14 stories high. And you get in this capsule. You put your arms across your chest and you stand there and you wait for the bottom of the floor to release you. Oh. And you go down this. This, this, like you're like standing up straight so like I'm not going to say it's a complete 90 degree angle drop but mm-hmm. it's a you know that that you you, you in the air like <laughs> like you up there and that that incline is very steep and so I was so ecstatic to get <laughs> on that you have no idea like I was that's all I wanted to do the first half of the day, we played our little heart out with the kids. Had a blast. I'm like, you know what? Before we go, I'm getting on this ride. Uh-huh. So um, I go get in line, and my son, Otis, Jay, he comes stand in line. He wanted to get on it, too, because he's he tall enough. So he like, oh, I get to get on all this stuff now. Yeah. So um, let me tell you, he started to get scared the higher up we got. And I'm like, you know, you getting okay. on this ride. I'm like, no, nah, you getting on this ride. You done came up here. You done made it up here this far. You getting on it. But then I started to feel bad because we got all the way to the top. His face was terrified. Oh. And the wind started to blow. And it rocked the stairs a little bit. Like, granted, like, he don't know that we okay. But yeah. I'm like, baby, it's okay. Like, he was like, no, I don't think I can do it. Like, I'm like, but you all the way up here. He's like, I don't think I can do it. He runs down the stairs. He oh. go back. 
I'm like, shit, well, I'm up here. Yeah. But I'm getting on this motherfucker. When I tell you, I had four more people that was ahead of me. And this young woman got stuck in that capsule. Oh, no. That's they put her... They put her in that capsule and he like, all right, you ready? He pushed the button to close the door. The door shut. Motherfucker pushed the green button. That motherfucker must have did some type of beep, 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 beep. He no. started looking around. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. You no. know, I'm, I'm sitting there like, oh, hell no. He started looking around. The little operator, the lifeguard that was up there. He looking around. He looked down and he yelled down to them. He was like, hey, it's disabled. Push the button. And somebody was like, what? And he was like, oh, there's a button down there that sometimes if you push it, it'll disable this up here. But that wasn't the case. Uh, that wasn't yeah, that wasn't the case. Like, Shorty was real, like, stuck inside this capsule because the machine broke down. No. And I was like, oh, hell no. I said, you know what? I done seen too many movies. I said, you know what? Now I'm going back down the stairs. I said, I know I just didn't get all the way up here. Like, we up here at the top of the trees. Just for this machine to do this. I said, oh no. And she was, was stuck. She was stuck in there, yo. Like I got I get back down the stairs and find my family. And I say to my husband, I'm like, look, look, look up there. I said, that was almost me, my nigga. She's still stuck up there. Like she's still up there, just stuck in this capsule. Like they're like, Oh, if we need to, we can do an emergency exit, but we're gonna try to shoot her out first. So mind you, she's standing there waiting for the bottom of the floor to just Open up and release release her. Yep. As opposed to y'all getting it open just to get me back out of here. Yeah, because I mean, I guess the way, like business wise, I'm that. That's how you do want to do it. I don't want to do no because you don't want to turn too many people away from the ride that you've already turned away. So if you do some emergency type of exit to where they was they was gonna have to get her out through the top of the machine, like the capsule, like. Definitely, y'all's gonna have to shut down because ain't nobody finna try to get on this for the rest of the day. Period. If I just seen her just get stuck in that mug and y'all talking about emergency emergency releases and whatnot, I'm not. I'm okay. That's God trying to tell me I don't need to get on this ride today. Yeah, I was gonna say I ain't gonna lie. I'm going back and I'm gonna try again. But maybe that day be you know that that just wasn't your day. (laughs) That wasn't my time. Yeah, I was like, oh hell no, I didn't watch too many movies for this shit. But I had a blast. I enjoyed myself. I'm happy I made it to 28, um, and I celebrated my first anniversary yesterday. Yes. Oh, that was Friday, yes. rather. Friday, rather. Y'all don't know what day it is. On the 28th. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I've just been, you know, living, working, uh, still going through the readjustment. It's coming up on the year. It's August 31st to be a year since we left Peoria, so. You know, I'm just taking it a day at a time. Taking it a day at a time. That's good. Trying um, to break that energy. Right, right, right. Um, but recently, I don't know, for those who don't know, the BT Awards just came on. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I have not watched. I ain't gonna lie. This is my first time watching the BT Awards in years, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad I sat down and watched it because I... I stopped watching BET in general. Like, I just got completely turned off from the channel itself. Like, it was just doing too much reality TV. Like, I really missed Rap City, 106 and Park, and uh, Uncut. Like, 
that's the BET I miss. So I stopped watching it. Um, but I did tune in to this BET Awards this year. Because um, a lot has been going on, especially within our community, our people, the Black community. And it was good. I'm glad I did tune in. Um, it's always good to hear the people you somewhat, I guess, idolize and watch for entertainment. It's good to just hear them be humble and genuine and be thankful and appreciate the love and support that they receive behind everything they do. Like, I feel like the BET Awards, any award show is just a moment to take away from all the negative shit that goes on on a day-to-day basis, especially on social media with the celebrities, because, you know, they can't even blink hard without being frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Criticized in some type of way. So, so I felt like like this year's vibe was just great for, like, for me. Watching it, the vibe, like, I wish I could have been there. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Peoria's very own uh, Marcus. Shout out for, Supreme. Geez, shout out Supreme for making it to the fucking red carpet. I mean, that's a big move right there. Dog. So, big shout out keep holding it down for the city. Uh, 90.7 is definitely doing this thing and is now the hottest radio station in Peoria. So keep making moves like that. Like, we need that. That's what's up, dog. I was like, look at Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, look at Marcus. On the court, look on the after party. Yeah, and he was clapping. I'm like, look at Marcus, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at Marcus. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, but uh, if you didn't tune in, Jazzy, go ahead and let the listeners, let them, let fill them in on some of the the celebrities that went home with the BET Award that night. Some of the winners for this year's the BET Awards. Um, they had Bruno Mars won the Male R&B Pop Artist Award. So shout out to him. I love me some little Bruno Mars. With his crackhead self. <laughs> Why he gotta be a crackhead? Girl, that boy be geeked up on that shit, boy. Oh my god, little butt. <laughs> um, we had, you know, my boo, Michael B. Jordan for Actor of the Year. Oh Shut Lord. Up. Oh Lord. Look, don't even start. Shut I up. I won't. You can have your moment. We had Michael B. Jordan for Actor of the Year. Although I will say... If I'm not mistaken, it was the MTV Movie Awards. Thane, uh, he won over Thanos, which I don't disagree with. But shout out to him for the, uh, you know, for Villain the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for Villain of the Year. Um, but I mean, was- but just to touch on that, high key, not even low key, high key. Killmonger was really like, dog, he was hell, fam. Like, he was fucking hell. Like, I would not want to have to dealt with him because it was like, nigga, you can have everything I got plus more if you just stop trying to be evil, you know, like stop trying to get retaliation. Like, but in the the evil part of me, the right side of the shoulder with the devil felt where Killmonger was coming from. Like, man, fuck them colonizers, dog. Let's go fuck them up the way they fucked us up. So, I mean, ah, what, but better than Thanos, though? Gee, that's all like the whole, I don't, not to have a spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it at this point, but they brought the entire world <laughs> for Thanos, G. Like, that's all I'm saying. Right, right. So, 
I don't know. Like, but for the culture, don't get me wrong. Like, do not get me wrong. I love Killmonger. I love Michael B. Jordan. That's just a choice of opinion. But definitely still shout out to him for Actor of the Year for BET Awards. Um, also, shout out to Ella May. She got the Viewer's Choice Award, which is Yeah, big shout out for that. Yeah, that's the one that the voters get to choose on. She got the Viewer's Choice Award for her song for Trip. And I saw comments about how um, Jacquees should get an honorary <laughs> BET award for it. And he was mad that he didn't get an invite, I guess. To I was going to say, did you see that video about him being impressed about <laughs> not getting nominated? Not yeah. even an invite. He was mad he wasn't nominated. You could have came, bro. It yeah. wasn't that you weren't invited. You just weren't nominated. Like, Look who you going up against, dog. What you thought? (laughs) What you thought, bro? And then we had, of course, shout out. Rest in peace forever. The marathon will always continue. We had Nipsey Hussle get the humanitarian award. Hussle. Always. And his mother came up and accepted it for him and Lauren London and his father. Definitely shout out to Nipsey. Why were people criticizing her and for her speech. Yeah, and saying she's crazy <laughs> for her seat. Like, no, that woman knows what she's talking that about. That woman's not crazy, and that woman is also in the midst of grieving her lost child. Like, but everything she said was making sense if you just actually listen to right. what she was saying. <laughs> her dad, I mean, his dad, <laughs> he did have me a little weak, I'm sorry, when he told her to do her own thing. When she was trying to, you know, grab his face and whatnot, he was like, you know, go and do your own thing. Like, I'm going to push her off to the side. Now, let me say what I got to say. But <laughs> <laughs> once again, the marathon always continues. So rest in peace, Nipsey. All money in. No money out. And then we have uh, Sicko Mo for Collaboration of the Year, Drake and Travis Scott. That song was a hit. I ain't even going to lie. It was a big hit. It was. That song is, that's what they say, that's a bop. (laughs) That song is a bop still. I like the production on it, definitely. Um, Shout out to Marseille Martin um, with the Young Stars Award. Yeah. yeah. She's what what the youngest, is it producer, if I'm not Producer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I I like her. I love her. Produced her own movie, huh? I love her. And then um, we got my Auntie Mary. Yeah, Jay Blige with the Lifetime Achievement Award definitely deserved. And she shut it down, down with her yes. bop. <laughs> with them thigh high boots. I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> she yes, she gave me her life. I mean, she brought back out Method Man. She brought out Lil Kim. Shout out to Auntie She was Mary. lit. Yes. Anybody that's a 90s baby, love them some Auntie Mary. Um, we have Stephen Curry, who won Sportsman of the Year. Um, I think that was Granny as well. That was deserved. Um, this is America for Video of the Year. Video of the Year. Still winning awards. He don't be no none, at none of these award shows. At except all. his stuff. <laughs> he just be winning the award. Like, bro, where are you at now? He just <laughs> dropped something and just disappeared. <laughs> we have, um, if anybody's seen the movie Black Klansman, that one movie of the year. Um, I haven't seen it yet myself, but I would like to see it. Um, have you seen it? No, I have not seen it yet myself. Okay. I'm, I need to put that on my list. We got Lil Baby, who won New Artist of the Year. That's my nigga, Low Key. 
I fucks with little baby. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> he be spitting though. He be spitting. I, I like his little. Him. I like his little. I like his little style. His little. His little flow. Yeah, I don't mind him. He's okay. We got amigos. We group of the year. So this one, <laughs> I thought this one was funny, but we have Snoop Dogg with Gospel Inspirational Artist of the Year, along with the Rance Allen as well. I'm not too familiar with him, unfortunately, but I thought that that was funny with Snoop. <laughs> We all know Snoop, of course. So yeah, that I just I just for the gospel game now. Well, he made a a one gospel album, and this man <laughs> wins an award for it. Like Kurt Franklin, the eight, then the DJ Khalid, Cali, however right. you want to say his name, for gospel music since we have been forced to go to church every Sunday. <laughs> Can I get a revolution? Okay. Stop. You know what I mean? What? I can't explain it. I can't, I can't explain it. it. Look. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, I'm just like, out of all the gospel artists, and I even just care, you got Yolanda Adams, Marvin Sav, like, ain't none of y'all. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. One I best that was funny. gospel album for the year. Gospel artist and oh, move on, moving on. <laughs> I said I am done with y'all. <laughs> I on. said I am done. Bitch. <laughs> I, bitch. I am done with you for that. <laughs> I am not about to play. Moving the fuck on. We have uh, Regina King, Regina King for actress of the year. She's been doing her thing definitely as well. Shout out to her. Yeah, um, she's been doing her thing for years since before we were born. But I remember growing up, of course, watching her in the '90s. So, shout out to Regina King. Um, we got my sister Beyonce for a female R&B <laughs> pop artist of the year, of course, as it should be. And we got her friend Serena Williams for sportsman, uh, sportswoman of the year. The fact that she said she was your sister, like that, was real life, like. It is, right? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, you didn't know that um, her mom adopted me, definitely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so anyway, we got Tyler Perry with the Ultimate Icon Award. His speech was... I, I, I fucked with it. I have not fucked with Tyler Perry in years because mm-hmm. I was Madea'd out. Yeah. Um, and it started to get corny to me. But he got up on that stage and he probably said some of the realest shit for the night. Um Tyler Perry comes from absolutely nothing. And he got on that stage and it and gave a little backstory real quick, just enough. For anybody that listened to know, hey, listen, Tyler Perry know what all the whispers, all the murmurs, he know what y'all be saying about him, but guess what? He don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Tyler Perry gave a little backstory about when he was younger um, and when he was with his mom and they had a home, you know, she would have spade parties on the weekend, you know, card parties. Right. Uh, And he was her only child 
And he said he would hear his mom and her friends sit up and talk and complain about these men in their life, you know, about how they would treat them, how they do them wrong, in and out, this, that, and the other. And that's kind of where he said, you know, a lot of the characters we see in Medea come from. Because right. he would go and to make them laugh, he pretended to be those people. Those people, like Medea and Joe. Um, a lot of the stories, like Diary of a Mad Black Woman, the, the stuff that the men were doing, like those were stories he heard his mother and friends talk about. Mm-hmm. And he simply took seeing his mother in pain and her friends and was like, all right, well, it's up to me because I'm the only man in here to make these women smile. I'm going to do this. And that turned him into a multi-millionaire. Mm-hmm. Tom Perry not worried about y'all calling him gay or none of that extra shit. Because guess what? He gonna put them them fake boobies, that wig, and that dress on, and he'll be Medea all day, every day, because that has paved his way. That he has been able to give back to his community plus more, his family plus more. He has been he has created jobs for people like. Why he why care about what his orientation is when he out here breaking the general generational curse right. that he came from? So I really took he um, a lot of the things he said because it just made me be like I need to perfect my craft, whatever it is. I don't care. All right, I'm 28, whatever. It's never too late, basically. To get started. He, to get started. And what he said. What that Tyler Perry was grown as hell. Oprah was grown. You know, there's so many stories, but I, I really took from his speech, and he definitely did deserve that award because although I don't watch a lot of the Medea movies, I do pay attention and kind of follow some of the things he do because I noticed that he is out here creating jobs for people. Um, Tyler Perry has open casting calls mm-hmm. all the time. For free. all the time, for exactly all you have to do is bring, sign up, and bring yourself. And you never, you could be an extra if you don't get the big role. You just never know. You just, it's I'm not just, like getting your foot in the door. It's, yeah, all, all he's always given the opportunity, and it's just like, man, maybe I should try and go one time. You know, just give, just give him all of my personalities mm-hmm. all at once, and be like, nigga, what you want? You know, be <laughs> like, I can do it all. But, uh, I could be feminine, I could act like a boy, I could cry, I could be tough, I can, I, you know, just what, but I can go get your coffee, Mr. Perry, what? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> put, put me in the game, coach. <laughs> put me in the but game. that's sometimes how it is. You got to start as a small fry to make your way to the top sometime, or sometimes it's just about just give me the opportunity to be able to show you what I am able to do, what I'm uh, capable of doing. I'm willing to learn. I'm an open book. But you know, like you said, don't feel like I'm too old to start living my dream either or feel like, oh, I'm in a certain situation that I'm not able to do anything, you know, regarding my dream because you don't want to end up regretting living your life. You only get one. You might as well. The worst thing you can do is fail, but you try. Exactly. And if they don't work that time, even if you fail, that don't mean that you just give up at it either. Like, you got to fail to get to, to uh, even succeed in the first place, in my opinion. 
That is true. I feel like, yeah, you do. You Sometimes you got to get knocked down to the bottom before you get to the top. Because how you going to learn? How you going to learn your mistakes, what you did wrong? If you fail, you can say, oh, you can take from that. You can either take that failure and make it, you know, you can let it defeat you or you can take that failure and learn from it and be like, okay, what did I do? What went wrong here? So what can I do to tweak that the next time? And, you know, maybe I'll have a success if I do it this way instead. You got to try different things sometimes and they don't all work out. They normally, most of the time, don't work out, honestly. You just need that one opportunity to work out correctly. And then, you know, you just get to working your way up through there. <laughs> you let it be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Who um so who else we got on that uh that list of we also have um invasion of privacy, Barty, Cardi, B with album of the year. Oh <laughs> You know her she got denied for that trademark. They won't wear her trademark. That's I heard. I heard. They trash. supposedly she got it from the Kardashians who supposedly got it from somebody else or Whatever the case, um, I was like, I never heard it honestly until I heard her start saying it. So, right. And she also won Female Hip Hop Artist of the Year too. Cardi, she has man, she has won a, some awards, man. She's been doing her thing. Like, she was my favorite performance, definitely. She's been doing her thing. Um, and then we got last but not least, once again, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle with Male Hip Hop Artist of the Year. And that's that's pretty much everybody. We have a few, you know, others, but those are the, were the main ones, the big awards of the night. It was a pretty good show, in my opinion. Um, like you said, I hadn't really watched BET too much anymore. Unless it was like the BET Awards or the Hip Hop Awards, something like that, come on, because it's not it's not free and AJ one on six in Park Days no more. It's not the same. See this world, like none of that. <laughs> um, but I tune in for the awards pretty much every year. I try to at least catch a glimpse if I don't watch the whole thing. I try to catch the performances at the least. And this one, I I like this one. I definitely. I didn't really have too many big complaints when it came to the performances or anything. I don't either. I feel like it was a good show. It was overall a good show. It was. Uh, so this show, um, our show, Blase Blase, this episode, we are going to go in uh, to a little detail about some recent things. Um, most recently, uh, it was kind of been trending. We got Lil Nas X in the news, and that's going to be our next segment. Uh, we're also going to talk about a couple of relationship things. We got a couple of, couple of questions when it comes to relationships. Y'all know how we get down. We always got to talk about relationships because throughout life, what do, what do we do? We create and build re- relationships. Some of them work out. Some of them don't. So that's always fun to talk about, in my opinion. And... um. I, this is nationwide news. I know y'all heard about that 18-hour standoff mm-hmm. where um, an officer in Illinois, Avion, Avon, Illinois, was shot and killed uh, by a Caucasian man, and he was successfully taken into custody. So we're going to talk about that there as well. 
So y'all already know. Go ahead and do what you gotta do. Go ahead, roll up, pull up, get comfortable, light your incense, do all of that. And go ahead and get ready for a good show because we we about to bring <laughs> it to y'all. We're gonna bring it to y'all for sure. That's lit. It's true. And before we do move on to the uh, next segment, I just want to say thank you. Like I always say, thank you to our listeners, those of you who support us. Uh, just stay tuned. I'm telling you. We keep telling you, we're going to keep going up from here, all right? Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? All right, so we back at it. Uh, this is our second segment of this show. Um, this should go breezy if you don't know. It's your girl, Jazzy J. Uh, this segment, we got to talk about um, Lil Nas X, who has recently <clears throat> been trending in uh, social media news. He came out on his Twitter today. Um, I mean, if it's important for you guys, today is June 30th. It's the last day of Pride. And so when he came out, I guess that was the topic. Oh, Lil Nas came out on the last day of Pride. So what was my first? Right, <laughs> like, like, oh, my first I was like, okay, so all right, cool. So now we know he like why is it preference? Why 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 should we care? The next thing I immediately start to see is on social media is here come the I follow this hip hop group called the Sidebar on uh, Facebook and. Immediately, you got people posting in there, oh, that song's going off my playlist, and I'm not listening to that song anymore. Um, and there's the memes with the surprise face, like what little, uh, when, little Na- when Lil Nas X said, I'm going to ride till I can't ride no more. And then you got a person in the picture, like, <gasps> you know, with the gasping surprise face, and then... You got trolls like Lil Boosie uh, on Instagram saying things like, well, now you know what he was riding on Old Town Road with the eggplant emoji. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did y'all forget that this was a kid? Like, one. And two, why do y'all care? Why are y'all so invested in who he decides to be attracted to? I don't get why it's it's news like, <laughs> and it's like TMZ is it's just a thing like TMZ is on it like, of course Twitter was all on it and it's like just retweet after retweet after retweet about this man's genitalia and and it's not going to you. I just don't get it. I just I don't get why coming out and. I commend him. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for being brave. You know, that that had to have been hard for him to do because I feel like if he wanted it to be known right off the bat, we would have known, you know? Yeah. And obviously that was a hard thing for him to do. And all people want to do is laugh and make jokes and I'm not going to listen to that song anymore. But I know a room full of the hardest niggas before y'all knew he was gay. 
Oh, this song go hard. Yeah, y'all, y'all can sing that song word for word. Everybody loves that song. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just, it's not like he, like it came out like he was a pedophile or he raped somebody. Like, it's not like a Takashi 69 R. Kelly type of situation. Like, no, yeah. like he gay, like whatever. And he's handsome. So I hope he finds another handsome man that will love him and accept him. And, and I hope it pisses everybody off because I just don't understand it. And I hope he continues to make good music behind it. I actually want to go and listen to the song he referenced to when he came out. Um, I'm actually going to pull up the tweet here. I got it right Fine. here, actually. You got it? Yeah, I do, I do, I do. He came out. He basically had tweeted and was said, some of y'all already know, some of y'all don't care, some of y'all not going to fuck with me no more. But before this month ends, I want y'all to listen closely to Closure, which is a song that he um, that he put out. I can play a clip of it, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm like, I want to check it out. Uh-uh. Let's see if I can get some uh, sound. I hope they give me some Frank Ocean type of vibes. You know I love my friend. Turn up a little bit. Okay. That's just a little piece of it. Um, so he said right there at the beginning, shit, and I want and I need to be free. Yeah. I mean, shit, it don't, yeah, okay. I'm going to check that song out. Check that out. He said, brand new places I choose and I'll go, I know. Embracing this news, I'll behold unfolding. I know, I know, I know. It don't feel like it's time, but I look back at this moment, I see that I'm fine. And you're going to be all right, baby. Like, you really are. Yes, you are. Hell yeah. That's going to pass. Is that on Apple? Is that on Apple? I'm going to download that shit. I'm pretty sure it probably is. If not, Spotify or something, I have it. Hell yeah. that's that. you You going to be more than fine. Like, I don't even get why coming out in today's time is still like mind your business. Like why? Yeah, that's my thing. It's like not even that I'm on some like oh like I don't even feel like overly like victimized or none of that. Like for him, it's just like who cares? Like that's what to me. It's like why why does it matter that he's gay? Like okay, like so let him be gay. Like but why is y'all like oh I'm not listening to his song no more or something like you said like he came out and said I'm a pedophile or something like. It's too late. It's already the number one song in the country. So, oh well, y'all didn't make, and y'all made it that. Yeah. And he ain't, and he has nobody to thank but y'all. Cause so, go listen to it and be curious to see what he's talking about. But you're so mad that he's gay at the same time, like. Well, I'm talking about Old Town Road. That's you know, like the number one song in the country. Like, come on now. He he's been to schools to perform that tour, like everywhere. Kids love that song. And y'all made it that. Y'all made it that. Y'all gave him the platform to do that. And he thanks y'all. And I just feel like criticizing him is just stupid. Like, have your opinion. You don't have to be pro, like, 
Like, if ain't nobody asking you to be gay or agree with what motherfuckers do in the sheets. Like, just, like, don't, why ridicule this man? Like, that's just the dumbest fucking thing. That really made me upset. Uh, I, and, it, it, and it's like, no wonder, no wonder, especially for a black man to even come out. Black men have it, they have it hard. So for a black man to come out and say that, you know, like, y'all, get that man, commend him. He probably, I hope he ends up being one of the greatest artists in the game. I don't think he's and I wasn't even, right so. and, I, and I wasn't even a big fan of Old Town Road. I mean, if you listen back to when it first came out, to, um, I think I said it in one of our episodes. Like, I'm just, it yeah, wasn't, yeah. I just wasn't a fan of the song. It was annoying to me. Like, it was like, Old McDonald had a farm type shit. Like, I, it was like that type of annoying, you know, like nursery rhyme annoying. I didn't like it. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. Now, don't get me wrong. When I hear it, let's believe I be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets the kids up and I like to see Yeah, it. the kids like, exactly. My kids like it, so I'm going to fuck with it. It ain't nothing yeah. that's too just vulgar and nothing, you know. Right. It's something my children can enjoy, and it got a nice beat to it and everything. It's like, it's a good song. Like It is. It is. Why it just ain't nothing I'm going to ride to Yeah, it's not. I'm not just, like, literally, like, riding down. I ain't going to have in a car, like, yeah, Old Town Road. Yeah, Old Town Road. If the kid's in the car, then I'll turn it on and let them listen to it. But besides that, like, yeah, nah. But, like, it's not for me either. Like, I'm 28 years old compared to 19 or whatever the case. Like, so... Like it's a good song, all in all. Like for, you know. But you'd be amazed. I mean, they, they be playing that shit in the clubs, especially down here. When you know down south, that shit a bop. Oh. That shit is a bop. They play that shit in the club, girl. Please, everybody be singing that goddamn song. It gotta be the beat. <laughs> it gotta be the beat. Talking about some this that drill country. I'm like, you know what? No, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I cannot deal Not with the these country country. folks. <laughs> I'm sick of y'all. Girl, they, in the back for real. For real, for real. And, but they got a whole, like, there's a whole bar not too far away from where I stay. Um, predominantly black establishment, a country bar, mm-hmm. country club. Girl, they be in there with that cowboy hats and boots. And they be in there line, stepping, getting it. Boy, they be getting it, boy. I, I was like, you. I'm finna get me a little get up one day and go in there. Like, y'all show me how to get down. Yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I don't fun. really like deal with country music like that, but like in that type of sense, like I can yeah. deal with some, I guess, some. If it got some blues type of a little to it, it a little funk to it, it, yeah, I can get with it. It got a little funk to it. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I got a homegirl uh, I grew up with. You know, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Man, by being around her enough, there are like a select few country songs that like I really do just like. Like the most be like they be really like spilling their little heart out. But I can't just right. listen. Yeah. Right. Like not all day long. Like they have a few songs, don't get me wrong. It's like it's just as a whole, that's not my genre of music necessarily. Like so. Yeah, not at all. Not at all for me. <laughs> Even Old Town Road, after long, after a while, it's like, all right, I can, y'all can stop playing that now, please. I hope but by overall, him, I hope by him coming out. Um, I will say this: I hope you know that by him coming out and being that he is kind of like has started to become this big idol for the younger crowd, the kids. I hope that any other young black male 
going through those type of feelings can look at him and kind of look up to him mm-hmm. and take heed to him being brave enough to come out and saying how you feel and just wanting to be free because you shouldn't have to hide who you are from anybody, I feel like. And it's it's saying that is, you know, uh, anybody can say that, but actually trying it is hard to be who you actually want to be, like be this free spirited person, especially that's if that's who you are, because you always going to have somebody that's around you that's going to be like, that's wrong. You don't, no, don't live your life like that. Or you nasty or this, that, and then you're going to get ridiculed because somebody's a lot of everybody isn't going to agree with how you want to live your life because you are a free spirit. You want to be a free spirit. You know, like, what if this boy, he attracted to boys and girls? We don't know. But y'all so quick to just, oh, he gay. Ha, ha, ha. Here come the jokes. Oh, he ain't talking about riding a horse. He talking about, like, shut up. It's like, even if he is, like, so what? Like, who cares? Like, as, it, as long as he ain't riding you, like, who cares? Why are y'all so worried about what he's doing? And I commend him. I, at least he's brave enough because in my opinion, I feel like there's many more uh, undercover. Girl, that's of... the problem. I'd rather, I, I, I would rather you be openly gay than be in the closet because them the ones I can't trust. Like, you on the down low. Like, mm-mm. just openly I... be that. I feel like shit being exposed to the industry helped him coming out. He probably saw some shit like, oh, y'all niggas gay too? Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But there's so many of them in the industry though, girl. Exactly. So you fucking... There's so many of them that's in the industry that you don't know what you be doing. So what I hear, Hollywood is a crazy place. It's a crazy place and you never know who you see doing what or who's doing what behind closed doors. So before people be quick to judge the next person they need to judge themselves for real because that ain't the only sin, unforgivable sin in the bible judgment itself first of all like, yeah, we should all be you know stoned if that's the case and yeah, ain't nobody perfect ain't nobody above the next person ain't one sin above the next none of that mind your business right in that <laughs> order in that fucking order like when it's all said and done, like I said, I hope um, by him coming out, it really does help other young black males because already being a black male in America, you're already a target. Girl. So being a gay black male in America, it doesn't help. You got it coming from both sides now. Yeah, that stigma is just so just, you're not going to be able to shake shake any stigma that comes with that. you just already labeled and people are already going to have their impressions and their perception about you and how you live your life already so I I just wish everybody would take a second and just be like like I did see a few posts like I commend him you know I'm like he's still cool I'm still going with the old town road so like I want to see more of that yeah because that's in my opinion what the world needs we need a little bit more love and less hate I ain't saying you can't have your opinion and feel how you want to feel. I'm not saying you got to condone being a, a homosexual or whatever the case may be or whatever. I, I'm not saying you don't have you to, gotta, agree, with it, you don't have to agree with it. Yeah, just respect it. That's what I feel. Just, the same way you want to be respected 
and how you live your life, respect the next person and how they live their life. Yeah. That's just shit, period. In any case, gay, straight, bisexual, trans, whatever, shit, mind your business. Yeah. I think sometimes we all get wrapped up in some and worrying about somebody else and you gotta take a step back and be like, hold on. Is this affecting my paycheck? <laughs> is it like is this in my life? Okay. Is me worried about who they fucking gonna pay this cable uh, this cable bill, this you water know, bill? This Shit. rent. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, let me go. You gonna feed these business. kids? <laughs> Look, let me go back to minding my business then. You can have your opinion, you state that opinion and just all right, move on then. Let them live. It ain't that deep from us talking about they're not listening to the song no more. Because it's like some of your favorite artists, why you worried about them being gay? Some of them are, you know, pedophiles, have messed with girls under 18, you know, or, you know, just in general are misogynistic or manipulative, whatever the case. They, they're whatever they are. So, like, why are you worried about somebody else being, this artist being gay, but you won't stop listening to this other artist who promote, you know, violence? Or something like that, or whatever the case, degrade women, whatever you want to say. Like, but you worried about him being gay? He ain't even said nothing gay in his songs at that. Like, trying to promote for somebody else to be gay. Like, he just came out and said, "That's my what I do in my bedroom." Like, had nothing to do with his music. So hopefully, um, we can all, uh, especially the black community, we can all become one accord. And let's continue to support this man because he is one of the hottest artists with the number one song right now. So, I mean, his his Old Town Road climb charts like no other song. And that one song has made him rich enough to buy Billy Ray Cyrus mm-hmm. a fucking car. And Billy Ray Cyrus don't need no damn car. Girl. So, <laughs> y'all, yeah, mind your business and maybe one day you can buy Billy Ray Cyrus a fucking car. Baby's gotta have a Fendi Diamonds Prince and Boris bra. <laughs> <laughs> right down Rodeo with my Maserati sports car. Sports car, okay. <laughs> and went and bought that man a Maserati. That's exactly what the fuck he did. So, so shout out to Lil Nas X. <laughs> shout out to Lil Nas X in that order. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap this segment on up. Y'all go ahead and sit back, pull up, roll up. You already know, do what you gotta do. Peace. Hey y'all, what's going on? It's your girl Breezy. It's your girl Jazzy J. And we back at it with our next segment. Uh, this segment here, we're gonna get a little bit serious. Um, this made national news, but this happened very close to our hometown, our, and it happened in our home state, of course, um, Illinois. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, a police officer was shot and killed by a civilian after an 18-hour standoff, um, and the suspect was repre- reprehended and taken into custody without a scratch. Hmm. Um. Oh man, <laughs> it's, it's 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 sickening. Not even the police himself being killed or anything by any means. No, no, that is that was that's that's unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. It made me 
upset initially because the first thing I could instantly think about was the 12 year old boy who lost his life because he had a water gun yeah. or Eric, uh, Eric who was Eric Garner who was selling cigarettes outside the store um, and got choked to death mm-hmm. um, <sighs> we can continue to go on for days Eddie Russell Jr <laughs> Eddie Russell Jr who was in a standoff with the PPD Peoria police and ended up losing his life as soon as he came outside Louis um, Cruz running. Louis Cruz, as soon as he get out the car and scared of his life, tries to take off running, shot dead. Here we have a forty-two. What is he? Forty-two year old mm-hmm. white Caucasian male who kills a police officer and has an eighteen-hour standoff with not one. But two, but three, but multiple different counties. And he has his life. Just, Jazz, go ahead and just fill us in all the details on that case. Um, well, so we have uh, a 42-year-old Nathan Woodring of um, Avon, Illinois, who um, had on, what was it, Wednesday, I believe, um, the 26th. Give the date. Yeah, June 26th. June 26th. He got they got a call um to his residence for a domestic issue. Um, so basically upon arrival, the officer who was shot and killed, who ended up succumbing to his injuries, um, he actually was 39 39-year-old deputy um Troy Chisholm. So it was actually, I apologize, June 25th, about 2 p.m. He responded to a battery and disturbance call at the home. And upon arrival, he was shot. By, the, by a suspect in the residence. Um, ultimately, he did succumb to his injuries, but what's crazy about it is, to be honest, from what I gather, he didn't have to die, necessarily, um, mm. because for the period of time after the deputy got shot, first responders were unable to even retrieve his body, retrieve the wounded deputy, because the gunman was continuing to fire. He was still shooting. Crazy. So this officer basically lost his life because he was not able to be rescued ultimately in the midst of the gunfire. Um, and so what's, what's wild to me, I believe to us as well, is the fact that this man now has a $5 million bond. He's been indicted. First, he's, he's been charged with first degree murder. But if he's indicted, He'll go to a grand jury, which is a jury of his peers, and he'll go up for a plea. So, so that means the that means the state the state's attorney office already has a plea deal up drawn and works. The way I heard it, the way I heard it, y'all are already plotting on a plea for this man. Houseway. Yeah, I had to hit the blood on that one too. <laughs> like Houseway. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> I had to hit my little Wayne because Houseway. How? Um, and it's not by any means do I want anyone to take this as I want a life for a life. I mean, but it used to be an eye for an eye. That used to be the law. 
I mean, a lot of things used to be law. That doesn't make it right. So I'm not even here to say an eye for an eye. In my, for me personally, my biggest issue to me was more an eye opener or not my eyes been wide open. What's more of a pattern to me is how y'all Light are terrorist. able to <laughs> take in this in multiple gunfire, multiple, how y'all were able to capture him and mind you with no incident they captured this man after an 18 hour standoff with no incident so that means they went in finally and were able to just arrest him and take him to jail on his merry way where he's gonna get three hots in a cot well you got the assholes out there that want to somehow defend this man's actions There's no by saying well he he came to terms with the negotiator and surrendered and came outside peacefully after 18 hours. You hey, had a 18 hour standoff with the police. My thing is none of these police officers were scared for their, for life, their life after he already just killed a police officer. The the ambulance couldn't even get into that officer that was wounded because he wouldn't stop shooting. And y'all were never at one point in time. Y'all never feared for y'all lives. But where was he, where was he shooting from? Where was he shooting from, like, to where y'all couldn't stop this man from shooting? I don't see the details on that. It doesn't say. Or did, I, I, get, the window I, get, I get not wanting to shoot into the home, though, because there was a domestic call. Right. So they don't know who could have been into the home. So I, I get that part. I get that much, I guess. My issue is not even, I feel like what they did in this sense is police is what police protocol should be. What is the difference between you being able to have an 18 hour standoff with this man, negotiate him down the talking terms and successfully apprehend him with no injuries other than the first officer that he shot. But somehow you can't have that same energy you don't have that same protocol that same knowledge when it comes to any person of color when they're running away from you when they're not a physical threat when they're following the rules that you ask them to do somehow I mean, they always end up dead though somehow I'm not sure. I, you know the difference is i mean i guess no matter what no matter how much time goes by the stigma on black men People of color will never change. They are a threat. Just because we walk out the house with some darker skin than you, with some melanated skin, we're automatically deemed we're dangerous. Oh, but not mind you, we don't. So white as okay. If I just like, I don't hate no white person as a person. I hate the things that the privilege. White people, I hate the white privilege. I hate the people that don't stand up for the blatant racism and discrimination that are white. Who claim to be on our side, but then they don't they don't step to their and hold accountable their brothers and sisters that look like them. Those are the ones that I have a problem with. Um the callous cold heartedness when it comes to anyone of color and how they handle a situation. How are we naturally scary to you? But to us, you don't think and when we see white people walking on the street, we ain't scared that he gonna come in here and shoot the job up. If you wanna be if that's how you wanna turn it then. Exactly. But don't don't let us make one of those jokes. We're being don't, prejudiced. Don't, or period, even if it's not a joke, don't let us say that. 
it's oh my god how dare you you are you're racist you're discrimination that's reverse right or just period you're an evil person but no i'm afraid i'm scared of billy because billy be going in movie theaters where i'm at with my kids and shooting it up he go in the club where i'm trying to have a good time and just because he had a bad day he come shoot this mug up i can't even go pray without i can't go pray without feeling threatened about without worried about dylan or seth whoever the fuck these coming people through. have <laughs> committed mass murders these are mass murderers with and their they life. taking a burger king they get taken in custody with no scratches get cigarettes cigarettes plea deals they get to still see their family they get three hots in a cot they get to breathe life every day and like I said, it's not a matter of why aren't you killing them too? My question is, why do we have to die? Why you keep killing us? Yeah. When it's clear, it's obvious that you're able to apprehend a suspect, even if they're armed and dangerous, without having to kill them. You've proven it many a times. So explain to me, there is no explanation other than the right. racism and discrimination. But we're crazy though. When we say that, though, oh, y'all are living in the past. Black people always oh. want to be the victim. That was that How? police department. They did their job right. Not, Not XYZ. Well, and it's like, maybe there needs to be some type of national set training. Fuck this state to state, county to county. There needs to be some type of national police academy training to where it's just because it's it's ridiculous at this point. There's like, like you said, it's blatant racism. It's blatant unjust. It's just blatant ignorance at this point because there's nothing anyone can say at this point to convince me that there is a, a genocide against our people still to this day. That's not like, it's, 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 it's sickening. It's really, it really is. I mean, like you said, it's not more so... Now, I'm not going to lie, like, I just feel like eye for an eye in this case would have been justified. I would have been upset, put it like, it's not like I would have been sad if I would have found out that he died when I heard the what happened, 18 hours shoot off where you killed a deputy, if he would have died in the crossfire, I wouldn't have been saddened, it just would have been in general, like, damn, like, that's a fucked up Justice situation. Justice But I just feel like, at the end of the day, Nobody has to die. Exactly. You're right. Nobody has to die. So why it got to keep being us? That's my issue. Why does it have to? And to be honest, Breezy, I don't even feel like it's a sense of a national security. Because come on now, like as a nation, the nation is racism, is racist. Like, yeah. so do yeah. we really want a national training base? And I don't think it comes down to <laughs> that. It comes down to the individual. That person wanted to shoot that black man or black woman. So they did. And that was their excuse to use behind to hide behind their badge. Oh, I was fearful for my life. Oh, they had a gun. I thought they had a gun. Whatever the case. We seen whole movies, Fruitvale Station. Shout out Michael B. Jordan. He had a cell phone. His cell phone. He was trying to call his family and make it home to his daughter and his girl. And he got shot dead in his back. Yeah, that was And the officer, I was scared. Shook. Over a black man because it's a black man route getting rowdy. That's what it is. They're fearful of us. So if we get rowdy, they get scared and oh, oh my god, oh my god, shoot, shoot the kill. I'm gonna shoot the kill. 
I was scared. Like real deal, I was scared they was fearful for their life. But it's just wild how you have you don't have that same fear for a white man who just shot your fellow deputy, who y'all can't even get in the rescue because he's still shooting. Now I can't even I lie. Um, I can't lie. Like <laughs> any encounter, and not even an encounter. I see the police. I get like I'm fearful for. I'm like man, they they kill people like me. I got tattoos, I got dreads, I got dreadlocks, you know, I got the gauges. It's it's like I look at them and they're looking at me and I'm just like, all right, I'm minding my business. Mm -hmm. I hope you mind yours too, you know? And it's at a point where I shouldn't have to live in fear of the people that are set in place to protect our streets. You shouldn't. You know, and I just I can't make sense of it. I can't make sense of it. I never. I don't think we will ever be able to make sense of it. I think all we got to do is continue to fight for equality. I mean, any way, shape, or form, we got to keep being heard. Because if not, I mean, it, it's not going to get any better. Um, the injustice. I ask you. I know this is probably a rhetorical question. How long do we have to keep talking and waiting, though? We've been talking since before we were born, before our parents was born, before they was born, their parents were born. We've been, we talked out. Like, we've been talking. They ain't hearing us. This ain't nothing new. This is just a modern version of, of it. We're going, we're experiencing it in our lifetime, but this ain't new. Back to um, a statement I've made before in the past that you don't like. I don't, I'm not going to say like I like to make it, but. I truly feel like integration was the problem. We should have stayed segregated. If some way, somehow, Black people can get back to their own communities, their own schools, their own banks, their own grocery stores, their own jobs, to where we don't have to work, learn, live every day, you know? I mean, maybe work here and there, but like, I just, I don't see it necessary. I don't see it fit for our world to be integrated if this is going to be a continuous problem after 400 plus years, 500 plus years. We need to police ourselves. We need to take it back to it takes a village. And just, I mean, that's honestly how I feel about that. I don't even know if integration is the end. And I do I 100% agree with we definitely need to become self-sufficient again. A thousand percent. I agree on that part. And I mean like that that statement, I'm not going it's hard for me to make because I have great relationships with people um, of you know the opposite race of you know white people Latinos. I have great relationships with both. Right. It's just it's just it's the bad seeds that make it bad for and it's not even it's the ones that do the the races and the you know the, the the all those things but then it's the ones also that you work with every day or that you go to school with whatever the case who don't speak up for it who are or who yeah. try to make that excuse where it's like oh well they should have just listened then it's that make you start to look at them a little different because it's like you don't understand my plight. 
it's not about him just listening to the rules because we've listened to the rules and still been killed, been beat, all of that. You're, you don't understand my world because you'll never live in it. I mean, you don't live in it, so. That's that, that's that, that slave master mentality. And it's like, yeah, like, I shouldn't just listen, especially if that that person in authority was in the wrong. Like, at the end of the day, like, when you take your badge off at night, you a person just like me. You a man or woman just like me. Like, you know, so I'm going to listen in the sense of a law. But if something is just like on some morally wrong type of stuff, no, I'm not listening to that. I'm sorry. Like, and yes, I've had my disputes with, with enforcement or whatever, like. I'm not saying that I'm about to full right blow uh full right out uh argue with the police necessarily, just especially in the days that we're in. But also like if you come at me crazy, like don't expect to not get attitude back because it's like you a person just like me. So respect me and I'll respect you. Do your job and I go about my business and that's that. We don't have to have no confrontation. And it's the ones who abuse their authority because they have the uh, the authority in the first place that make it bad for all the rest of them or the ones who, like I said, uh, act like they're blind to the world, what's going on in this country. I agree. I agree. Something got to change. I don't know what. Something has to change. And I've talked to, um, I've talked to people who would feel like um, going back to segregation would be a huge step backwards. You know, they're like, you know, our ancestors didn't fight for that. That's not, that would be, you know, taking a step backwards. But I'm like, okay, and take a step backwards and save our young men and women or continue to try to progress and fight this fight and, and, win, and win it and, and truly, honestly, be treated as equals because the constitution hasn't even changed to where no, we still three fifths. So I let one let a motherfucker tell it, you know, let somebody a real smart ass tell it. Are the police really? Are they? Do they have to treat us the same as a white person? Girl, you know ex- exactly. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it from that angle. Okay, I know about the three fifths part, but I ain't think about. And I ain't think about it in that sense. So. It's like, why does this keep on happening? Why does it keep on happening? Well, why hasn't the the constitution of changed. this country, that country, hasn't been changed? Like, they not for us. That's why I'm like, I don't even know. If, I think it's a middle ground of not even integration, but integration and self-sufficiency. Not even integration. I think we need to become self-sufficient so that way you have an option. Like, if you want to go work here, you can work there, but it's not like you can't come within your own community and have something to bring you income as well. Having a thriving economy within us. Like, I talk all the time about like stuff like when I go into the hair store, I'll always be thinking, like, why... Are there not, at least where I live in the city here in Peoria, no black-owned hair stores? Like, none. Like, that's something I would like to invest in doing. Like, we're the biggest consumer of hair, of the stuff that's in this shop, but yet we don't own any. We have one black-owned corner store. Like, why do why do why are we the biggest consumers of things? And lo and behold, black people, real deal is 
we got way more spending power than we or anybody realized. So why is that not pouring back into our community as a whole, as a black people? Like, why are we not buying black more often? Like, why are we not creating those own avenues? Like I said, black uh, hair owned store, uh, black hair girl, black owned hair stores, <laughs> corner stores, <laughs> all that, all the things that we like to consume the most. Why are we not owning those things instead of us giving our money to you know someone? I had this conversation the other day about um, getting mad about immigrants or whatever the case Mexicans uh, Middle Easterners Chinese or Asian I'll say coming in and coming in our hoods and being able to make money and it's that's because we don't have our own so they're able to do that so it's like you can't get mad at them because the law is set up to benefit them you can't be mad at them why don't we have our own so that way we don't they ain't got nowhere to even come set up shop at because we already got the whole block bought up like right. why I feel like we should push that more, not even so much that we need to be integrated. We need to stop worrying about trying to be you mean segregated. Or segregated, I mean right. <laughs> I don't even think that we need to be so much segregated as opposed to stop worrying so much about like, oh, like when are they gonna give it to me? Like we're gonna go get it. They ain't gotta give a shit. We're gonna go create it ourselves. Yeah, but if they keep killing yeah, us that's that too. <laughs> Now, that part I can't honestly say I have a solution for at all because I don't want to just say go full-blown Black Panther and start killing them too. Like, But I know a peaceful walk ain't going to cut it either. We've been walking till our, we got calluses on our feet. Right. Our children born with them hoes on their feet. <laughs> like, are y'all ready? <laughs> it's a long walk, y'all. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this segment on up. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this segment. It was really a key one. Um, I like I like getting in touch and talking about um, things of this nature because it's important, and especially for us black people, to express how we feel, and we got to let that shit out because if not, I mean, it's going to take a hold of us and it's going to control us, and it's, why stay quiet when we have a voice and we have these platforms to speak out on things that are obvious like racism and unjust when it comes to um, police brutality in America. I mean, it's it's obvious. It's it's so obvious. If you can't see it, um, you don't want to see it. And that's okay, whatever. Your world squirrel. <laughs> that's what I told you. Your world, your world squirrel. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this segment up. Uh, I already know. Go ahead, pull up, roll up, do what you gotta do, and tune in to the next segment. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your girl Breezy. It's your girl Jazzy J. And uh, this is the last segment of this episode here, and we're going to go ahead, we're going to talk about relationships. We're going to go ahead and probably talk about that every episode. You know, relationships are a part of your everyday life, whether they're platonic, domestic, um, family, whatever it is, relationships are important. So we definitely like to talk about those and shed light on every aspect of any type of relationship. Uh, but today we're going to be talking mainly about domestic relationships. And um, the topic for today 
will be, um, we got a couple questions. Uh, do you think your significant other has to consult you and get your, or get your permission before dr drastically changing their hair? Um, and that's geared more so towards men because men seem to be so bothered when a woman <laughs> changes her hair, especially when she does the big chop. I just, I don't get it. But, um, and the other question we have is if your significant other, your partner goes out with a group of their friends and they get too wasted, too drunk to where they can't drive, they, the phone's dead, they, they can't even comprehend how to fucking call an Uber. Is it okay for them to stay tonight with their friends that they went out with, um, wherever they met up? Is it okay for them to crash with them? <laughs> and we're gonna get to that because the wording of that question is just like instantly like hell no, because like, <laughs> if he drunk, everybody else fucked up. But we're gonna get to that. We're we're gonna get to that. And immediately, I know most of the ladies is like hell no, I'm gonna come get him. <laughs> but we'll get to that. So, um, Jazzy J, how how do you feel about consulting your significant other or asking permission before making any drastic changes to your hair I don't think that it's something that's like law where you have to <clears throat> you know necessarily ask permission I don't think from your significant other to change your hair if it's going to be something drastic like the big chop then you know it might be nice to consult but at the end of the day if I want to cut my hair or do whatever I'm going to do you know I think I would still do it. I don't mind, you know, the same way if if my man decided he wanted to go and cut his, well, if he wanted to go cut his dreads off and I just, he came home, I'd be like, oh, it depends though because he might some, come home looking real daddy-ish. You know, exactly. Like, I was going to say, you know, because when some dudes cut the dreads yeah. off, it's like, mm, oh, you, oh, you went from daddy to OG daddy. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> Come here, you need man. you need you a gold watch and a tooth. For real. So I mean that sometimes that's good when especially when older men cut cut their hair off and that's actually good for them. So I think more so in a sense when I think about it, um my husband he has he keeps a full beard and um being down here in Georgia the heat is different and so recently he's cut his beard off. And the way our work schedules are set up, we work at the same place. So when I'm leaving, he's coming in. And when I seen it, I was just kind of like, oh, oh well, <laughs> we didn't happy. talk about this, you know, <laughs> like, um, but okay, like, you know, he's still fine regardless, but I prefer the beard full and, 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 and scruffy, you know, but okay, whatever, maybe a little lining here or there, but what if he came home just naked face? Mm-mm. <laughs> it's over. It is over. <laughs> until he grows it back. Nope, we're sleeping in separate rooms until, especially if you cut the hair off the top lip. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could settle for everything, but do not cut the hair off your top lip whatever you do like when when men who have hair on their face for some time and and they do that they just they look like a baby turtle or something. Uh, <laughs> like it's like uh, why did you do that like, like who are you like you look like a whole different person now yeah like 
Uh-uh. Um, I think so. I I think that there shouldn't be any type of consulting or asking permission. I think there may be like if it was me, I'm I, hey babe, um, I can't do. It. I'm cutting all my hair off, regardless of how you feel about it. I hope you. I don't hope whatever. Uh, I, well, yeah, I hope you can still love and accept me, whatever. Uh-huh. But I'm cut. I'm cutting my hair off. I don't want anybody's opinion, my mindset. Like, if I felt like if that's something I would want to do, I would let you know that's what I'm going to do. I'm not letting you know for for your sake or just to get your opinion or your feelings. But that shock value would be a lot, so I wouldn't just go behind my husband's back and chop all my hair off and come yeah, home. Yeah, it's like everything normal. Just. <laughs> <laughs> the fact of getting permission but it's like I would you can consult like if it's gonna be like say if you got long flowing hair and they love your hair you know like that's one of their favorite features about you and then you go and cut it off it's like damn like, like you just hurt my soul baby like I love your hair you know but well that leads that leads me to this post yeah. <laughs> on Facebook um, that I came across that I'm gonna read it's it's kind of lengthy but because he gave a, a five-body paragraph essay. <laughs> There's a thesis and a conclusion, so... Three-body paragraphs. So, um, I'm going to read this, and I was just... When I finished reading it, I was like, wow. It starts by saying, we'll change the hairstyle immediately. I keep telling you I don't like it. I can't look at... I can't even look at you in, the, in your face. I don't even feel comfortable in the bed. It does not fit you in my eyes. You say it's just hair, but it's not to me. It honestly makes me feel less of a man, like I'm fucking with the bull dagger. Don't, don't get me wrong. You are not manly. You are not a lesbian. But the vision or perception of a person is real and is to be guarded. You may not care because you're working or you're too busy, but that's part of being a grown woman. Appearance is everything to me after personality and loyalty. If you're not trying to look good for me, why would I stay interested? I understand you have my back and I love that and I'm being real enough to try to stick around until you change it. I literally was going to dump you the first day, but it grew on me. But then you let him fade it and you lost me. Please. <laughs> you ain't shit. You ain't shit. Hold on, please. If you want one more. But it cut off. So he, here, here's the here's the next part of it. Question, you think the first thing I look at is your, and this is him typing, like, I'm also sorry if I sound like I can't read. Question, you think the first thing I look at is your as or wonder, is your pussy good? No, you look from head to toe, baby, and I'm being real. Another question, you think my dick can get hard when I'm constantly thinking about that? (laughs) I still like mostly everything about you except that I'm not trying to be rude. I was trying to be real and stick around because what if you had cancer? Would I leave? No. But I'm really tired of thinking like that. I actually want to hug you and kiss you on your neck, but it's complicated if I feel uncomfortable. (laughs) You have to put yourself in my shoes. It's not only that. I have an imagination. He says, not only that, I have an image that I want for the girl beside me, but my real thoughts won't let me be comfortable. And her response to all of that was dot, dot, dot. Okay. 
and <laughs> exactly. it's a picture. Exa- exactly. <laughs> and she and the post came along with a picture of her new bomb ass fire ass haircut. And the girl, the woman is was beautiful. And I'm just trying to say, baby, if he not trying to love you. I'm in Union City, Georgia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause, cause she fine and he tripping and uh, she can bring that little ball head right on over this. Place. I'm sorry, bro. He said, but then you got <laughs> faded. Yeah, yeah, like I'm like, bro, you really that in your feelings? Somebody can't even kiss you on your neck. Like, are you that like scared of? For one, that arises the question of, are you that like homophobic and? that you right. feel like oh I can't like now I feel like I'm kissing the dude like she still got the same pussy that you hit last night nigga like she got but you know what though pussy. the first thing I'm like one of the first things I thought was like nigga you so insecure about this haircut you sound gay to as me. fuck because she didn't even mind you <laughs> listeners she did not cut it but she didn't bald cut it. at she all she didn't get a fade she didn't get a caesar None of that. She got a low cut Jerry curl, like, like you know, like the, the typical, yeah, the typical she black was, woman chop. You know, like her probably damaged hair and started over. She didn't and even get put a the sponge brush to that shit. You know what I'm saying? She put the sp- the sponge brush to the top, gave it that little lock effect. You know, the little curly lock effect. And the way she, That's the look. Look. she didn't even have to do that. She about just washed it. Look, Actually, <laughs> yeah, so. And he's like real deal, like in his feelings. And like you said, that was what I thought too. And I said that I was like, you sound like a whole bitch. Like, first of all, you sound gay. Like, you sound soft. You sound insecure. You sound all of that because it's not that deep, my guy. Like, I could see if you like, I really liked your hair. Like I said, you had long, beautiful hair. I really enjoyed that. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm forcing myself to try to see past it and be with you. Oh, my God. Like, right. It's not that deep at all. Like, I feel like my thoughts on that and how he felt, I was just like, wow. It sounds super cut all Cut all ties with this man immediately because he fell in love with her and not her. He fell in love with the image of her. And it's like, are you, sir, are you not busy? Are you not working? Are you not being a grown man to where it, it, are you just sitting at home waiting for her to come home every day and stare at her? <laughs> yeah, like, what is your real issue with this haircut? So that's why I was beginning to say, I don't think that women nor men should have to gain permission or even just so much be like, are you going to be okay with if I do this and that? I'm going to let you know. I'm not going to ask you your feelings on how I want to look for myself. Mm-hmm. And that sounds selfish in a sense, but people often forget that we, ha- we have to love ourselves first. And if we're not loving ourselves, <clears throat> then, I mean, how am I going to love anybody else? Now, I-, I just couldn't imagine. I just couldn't imagine being in a position of going to my husband and being like, because I have long locks, long flowy locks, you know, down to the middle of my back. They come down to my breast. I, I for one, couldn't imagine cutting all my hair off. You know, I'd be shot. Mm-hmm. I got a big ass fucking forehead. <laughs> so I would be shot. But 
I couldn't imagine being in the position of my husband not wanting to touch me because I did something for myself. Yeah. So, like, seeing that post, I'm like, damn, you know, I am dealing with a man, so should I go to him and be like, how would you feel? I think it's okay to consult in anything that you do, in any relationship and everything, and that's out of respect, because ultimately, a person does fall in love with who they fell in love with, and that's not to say that people don't change, and you have to be adult, you know, mature enough to realize that obviously the person you're with is going to change over the years but I can't lie if my man come home like I love Chris Brown but my hair isn't who I am my hair isn't who I am though it's not you didn't fall in love with my hair like no I didn't fall in love with your hair but like say in an instance like I love Chris Brown to death some of the stuff he'd be doing with his hair though I'd be like I wish my nigga would come home with his hair like that I'll smack him upside his head like (laughs) like it's certain (laughs) hairstyles and it'd be like nigga you go if not if your husband come in there with looking a damn fool you go what the fuck nigga (laughs) the only way I would be like what the fuck is if this motherfucker did like that that perm (laughs) young jock perm exactly that's what I'm saying the New Yorker he but came home in a New Yorker. So <laughs> that man, her uh, hair was that drastic. She he came home. He came home. He was like, "What the fuck?" Because <laughs> if my man he told you to go get that like, New Yorker, guy, I'm gonna smack the fuck out of him upside his head. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> We're I'm gonna pour water on all over that shit. Like, no, <laughs> we going to the barber shop right now. I'm not walking around with no nigga. With a better fucking firm rap than me. No, <laughs> take your goofy ass in the house with that. No. Like, uh, you know, they're gonna be mad as hell. Like, the fuck is this? <laughs> no. Thin ass shit. Thin ass fucking no. Why oh you my goodness. Better than mine. No. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> no, you thought I I would honestly probably have to laugh really hard <laughs> if my husband ever came home with a burning bitch. Like what? I would be like, nigga, you would <laughs> What if he was, what if he owned his drill shop one day? I could know that though, because when I home, met him he had brain home with the Ryan Henry look. Man, listen. You gonna be mad? Exactly. Yeah. But you know, when I met him, he had Brett long hair, braids. And he when he didn't have them braids, wear a ponytail. Like I've seen pictures of him. When he went to prom, he had the the silk, the snoop dog bitch was looking. <laughs> yes, like so like I <laughs> when he first walked in the house and he flipped his 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 uh print. He's gonna be like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, bruh, what are you doing? <laughs> I'll be like, why didn't you cut that shit off? <laughs> why did you Straight walk up. in here looking like a pimp named Sleepback? <laughs> Man. I'm so I mean, yeah, I think out of respect, maybe just like a heads yeah, up heads type up, deal. Like, walk in tomorrow with a fresh perm, uh, Preston seal. 
and my hair gonna be orange. Man. Bam. <laughs> you know, I'll be feeling that type of way, too. You know, like you've seen through uh, pictures. Uh, I came down here, put all kind of color in my hair. You never know what I'm gonna pop. But that, that's on my like color. I can get over that because you could always just dye over it. Like you can, it's color. You can always maneuver that. You can manipulate that. You walking in here with a full blown, like I said, uh, looking like Elder Barge or somebody. Like I'm gonna be like, nigga. So you know we ain't going nowhere until that shit grow back out right. <laughs> like I just want <laughs> you to know, to that get together, we not going nowhere. Cause some no, I'm laughing at you, so I know they about to laugh at you. Like <laughs> bring your ass on, come on. <laughs> so going on to the next question, um, how do you feel about? So say you know your man, he go out with the guys. And him and the guys, they go out on the night of town, drink and have a fun, blah, blah, blah. And your partner, he gets too drunk. And he's just too drunk. He can't drive. He can't. His phone's about to die. And he's like, I'm going to just crash here at, at my buddy house. How, how would you respond to that? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> That's how when darkness like, falls. <laughs> when darkness That's falls. <laughs> he gonna be like, baby, you still there? Hey, <laughs> 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 there. Ah, <laughs> you are so stupid. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. So you saying you're gonna come? You're gonna come? Just pick them up. Okay, so for the most part, yes, I'm gonna come get you, and not even on some. I'm worried about what you're doing, who you with, any of that. It's just like ultimately, like I'm gonna come and get you because if I'm drunk, passed out, the first thing I'm gonna be doing is like call my man, tell him come get me, please. I'm drunk, or I'm gonna be calling him, baby, come get me. I'm drunk. I'm lit. Please come get me. I want to go home. And I think about when I'm drunk, the first thing that I want is my dude. So <laughs> I'm coming to get you. I'm on my way. You ain't got to worry about spending the night in nobody's house. I'm sure you want to be in the comforts of your own house when you're drunk as hell passed out. So, you know, I'm going to come and get you. Okay. See, my thing is. I've been there before. Like, I've been that drunk to where, and there was one person at the group, and it was just like, shit, we ain't going nowhere, you know, even though I have been drinking a little bit, but I'm not drunk. And we all, if we all collectively can get back to one spot and crash, you know, we all safe instead of everybody getting back here, hopping in their cars and going their separate ways, then sleep some of that shit right. off. That's, that's, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I always want to go home to my my man, my family, every single fucking night. But in an instance like that, on a girl's night, and you know how a girl's night can get down, I might not make it back home because it might just be safer for me to sleep wherever we all met up at, at whoever house we met up at, versus us all getting in our cars and driving off and going our separate ways. Um... (laughs) 
that would be a tough like phone call to get like at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. Like, well, you ain't too drunk to call yeah, me, so, so I'm on my way. <laughs> you can call a taxi or something like, or yeah, like even that. Like, but when you when you think about like just oh, I'm on my way, you got the kids who nine times out of ten should should be asleep at right. that time. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna be on my way and get you. They good. They say, but then you never know. Shit happens, you know. So. It's like, okay, why should I have to get up, get dressed, leave my home to come get your drunk ass, sleep some of that shit off, and then come home. Call an Uber, come home, <laughs> whatever. You know, if you're with the guys or whatever, you know, like. Ultimately, I don't think that, like you said, if it's. I think that's more so about trust. Yeah. You got to really be able to trust your 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 partner and whoever you're with. And if, if you if you can't, if you don't, then, you know, there's things right. to talk about amongst, in that uh, relationship, because if I see that he going out with the boys, the guys, and they going out on a guy's night out, like, I'm secure enough in my relationship to trust that, all right, if you need to sleep something off for a couple hours before you hop in the car and make it home, my first thought isn't, on oh, you out with a bitch. Right. Like, no, I, I'm not... Nah, that's why I was like, I didn't even think of it like instantly necessarily that you out with someone else. Like, like I said, instantly the first thing I thought is, well, I'm finna come get you because I know if I'm drunk as hell, yeah, like girls' night, I get it. I've definitely been passed out and not made it home and spent the night as well. Um, but also when I do that, it'd be it'd be I'm single. When I'm drunk, that's just me personally. That's like I said, if I'm that, you know me. First thing I want is if I'm with somebody, I want my nigga. Like, <laughs> so I'm gonna be calling him, like, come get me, please. Like, I want to go home. But if it's for safety purposes, like, it's not like I'm gonna make a big deal and all of this and, and all of that, especially if I trust him and he's with certain friends and, you know, I know his friends ain't them type of friends that have him out here and also, you know, shit. That's important as too. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's well why too. like for me now, it depends on the type of friends he with. If he just with his bros that I know, you know, they genuinely just out, had fun and they fucked up and they need to crash, go ahead. I'm not concerned. If you with them other friends that I already don't care for you being friends with in the first place, I'm on my way. And nine times out of ten, me and me and my homegirl, we are all best. of us. <laughs> don't worry about it. We on the way. We on our way. But if he with, like I said, the ones that I'm okay with, that I'm trusting, the ones that I call my brothers, he I'm okay, sleep it off, you know. But also, it's like, I don't want you to necessarily have to full-blown just spend the night, spend the night. It's like, if you can sleep it off and you're good enough to get up and call your Uber or get home, then it's like, all right, you know. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, because I would do the same. Yeah. It's like, let me get sober enough to make my make it home, and I'm going to make it home. I ain't staying for brunch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> None of that. Like, None of that at all. My family. <clears throat> Okay. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting topic because right away, I felt everybody's entitled to their opinion. And for the ones that were instantly answering, like, oh, no, I'm going to go get him. That shit did. They were getting called, like, insecure and just all kinds of things. And then for the girls that were saying, oh, no, it's cool. Stay out. Kick it. Stay the night. Whatever. I ain't going to trip. They was being called dumb hoes, this, that, and the other. And I just, I felt like 
that's something we could definitely talk about and touch on because, like I said, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and not everybody's relationship is the same and is on the same caliber. You and know, some people, so, like you said earlier, they that is something that is an, an issue like trust. So it's like you know, yeah, you might not necessarily need to be with that person, but who's to say who needs to be with who? So it's like you know, yeah, yeah I might not trust my nigga because he might have done even though he's on a good path now, maybe he cheated in the past. And that makes me insecure when I hear that he about to stay the night somewhere. It brings me back to what he did in the past. Maybe that's why I'm mm-hmm. on my way. You know, you don't, have to, you don't know. That don't mean that you just instantly just jealous and insecure and think that your man out here doing shit. He might have given you reason in the past to be like, no, nah, nigga, bring your ass home. Or you're going to be staying where right. the fuck you at. Like, <laughs> Exactly. Folks just need to mind their own business at the of the day exactly. <laughs> at the end of the day they need to go ahead and mind their own business uh, but we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up what I need y'all to do is go ahead and be sure to tune into the next one because the next one man the next one going to be it's going to be a good one it's going to be a great one um, but make sure you like share subscribe and follow Blase Blase on Facebook Blase comma Blase um, and then you know make sure you're tuning in on it's the 10 different, I got, I got a list somewhere. I finally, I got that list together. 10 different platforms that we're on. Um, I think that's just kind of cool. So uh, let me go ahead and get that list pulled up. Yeah, let me get that, that, that list pulled up real quick because um, it's only going to go up from here. You know, the 10 platforms now, <clears throat> just wait. Just wait on it. <laughs> oh, don't forget to go and support if you love us, if you love the content that we that you listen to, that we bring in y'all. If y'all just want to genuinely support because you see some young black women trying to do their thing and make a way for themselves, go um, support our GoFundMe page as well. Um, yes, every time you go and listen to one of our shows on our platform, that also um generates a profit for us as well so just continue to support us like breezy said we appreciate all of it we appreciate all the love all the people who we don't directly see that are supporting us we lo and behold got international listeners so for everybody that does hear it we appreciate y'all from all the way over here to wherever y'all are at i got i'm coming up on the i'm coming up on the pictures on the list, I screenshot it. So now I gotta go through all these screenshots. I'm mm-hmm. so crazy. You probably gotta look, girl. Look what he said. Nah, <laughs> nah. I don't know. Like, oh, hold on. Delete that right. real quick. <laughs> Receipts. Well, I know. Okay, here we go. I know we're on Spotify. We are on Breaker. We are on Anchor. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are on Overcast. We are on Radiocast. We are on, what am I forgetting? Stitcher. Did I say Stitcher? We're on Stitcher. We the are Facebook on... Facebook Well, uh, no. Not as like, um, not as the streaming platform, okay. no. Let's see. <clears throat> that was I'm gonna get that list that together again. I'm missing one. I'm missing one. And we already said iTunes Apple Podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Breaker, Overcast. 
Y'all make sure y'all just tune in. Nine, nine is cool. <laughs> I'm just more than proud. We're going to keep going from here. Be sure to tune into our next episode because it's going to be dope. Um, and those t-shirts are on the way. Trust me, they are on the way. Uh, so we out of here, y'all. We out of here. Peace.